welcome all our discussion on chandogya upanishad chapter 6 where we have to learn what is the meaning of tattvamasi that the what is the topic of this room and in the last three sessions we have gone into the first part which is sarvam kalvidam brahma which is mandatory it's a, even though it is an upasana or a meditation it was mandatory to know that then only the import of the word tattvamasi can be understood and that is why even the sixth chapter which we are dealing with started we had this father son dialogue going on and then we are in the second pada or the second uh, section of the sixth chapter where it started with tadeva soumya idam agrasi so that we will continue today so before that let me do the shanti mantras ओम नमो ब्रह्मादिभ्यो ब्रह्म विद्या संप्रदाय कर्तृभ्यो वंशऋषिभ्यो महद्भ्यो नमो गुरुभ्यः शंकरं शंकराचार्यं केशवं बादरायणं सूत्रभाष्यकृतौ वन्दे भगवन्तौ पुनः पुनः ईश्वरो गुरुरात्मीति मूर्तिभेद विवाकिने व्योमवत्व्याप्त देहाय दक्षिणामूर्तये नमः ओम आप्यायन्तु ममांगानि वाक्चक्षुत्सोत्रोपनिषदराकुरियाकरोपनिषत्सुधर्मयी so to the conclusion of the last class we concluded that it was the non being only which was negated when it has been used for the purpose only for the denying the possibility of the wrong notion that you know people may entertain that the name and form that is what is called by the non being in the in the particular context the non being doesn't mean non existent thing here we should understand that non a non being is not the fundamental form but as the appearances in which we experience them as names and forms to negate that is that by that when you negate that what remains is only the pure fundamental form or what is called the sat that sadeva saumya idam agravasi ekam eva advitiya that sat alone was in the beginning ekam and advitiya it was only one there was no second one so why should they repeat the word again ekam and advitiya to make the fair instruction very what you call fundamentally non disputable in the way that without a second when it is only one that means all this is what is there before and now 
or only one a come therefore if you are seeing a second one you are not seeing the truth so we had that example of names and forms of the jar and other earthen products from a lump of clay the lump of clay and the jars are the names one is from where the jars come up one is the final form of the jar but for both the lump of clay as well as the jars there was only one that is what is called the clay or the mud so mrittigateva satyam vacharambanam vikaro namadeya mrittigateva satyam it is all in the name of name and it is in the name and form we see the multiplicity we do not see the underlying oneness with from where it has appeared to have come now so from when you negate the names and forms we what will remain is this this is the common name which we can use for everything other than me everything is this so this is what we experience for anything other than ourselves that form is that the common name this in the deep sleep if you look at it neither could i tell that i am there or this is there so what happened to this and myself in the deep sleep when we get up from the deep sleep we we have a revelation or a knowledge that we had a sleep but that state was indescribable because neither was either nor there was something which i can say as this so that is the state which is being referred here as agre means before ekam and advitiyam there was only one and that were this and i became one in the deep sleep that this and i became there this world which i am experiencing in the waking or the dream and i as the experiencer both did not separately exist but at the same time we had, we all of us cannot deny the experience where the unison took place so that is the state which is called the that state sat avastha sat means the truth or that you can say tat also that is the beauty of sanskrit you can say tat sat and satyam there is no difference when we use it but it is used in different connotations so from that point of view when we were in our primordial condition when the world merged with the experiencer the state was the experiencer was not separate the world was not separate ekameva dvitiyam the non dual oneness alone existed that was an experience with indescribable experience because the experiencer was not there therefore it cannot be called even an experience but at the same time when we wake up we cannot deny that we did not have a deep sleep in that that is the predicament we are all facing when we wake up 
we cannot deny the experience at the same time what experience cannot be described this is because in the waking when we experience this and i that is what is called making the world so this experience of this and i in the waking should have come from that state where there was no this or i that is why it is called ekameva dvitiyam one and the without a second now the son asks a question to the father if that is the case when you say that from non being and negating you know all this came up kutah tu kala kalu saumya evam syat iti sahovacha katam asatah sajjayate iti sadtu eva saumya idam agra asit ekameva dvitiyam so the dialogue between the father and son is taking place but how indeed this could have happened my dear how could being be born from non being so here you should understand that non being is the state where there is no names and forms non being is not a shunyata which we have negated in the last class we are not talking about the shunyata or the nihilist or the bauda um, is in talking about non existence it is not a non existence the non existence of names and forms is the non being so can the the world which you say sarvam khalu idam brahma can be brought from that state where it was not being or in, without any names and forms no my dear it was being alone that existed in the beginning sattu eva saumya idam agra asit and in what form as the qualifications of one and one without a second ekam ent advitiya now shankara goes into detailed discussion on that how could it be possible that being should be born from non being that is a question with the came up the meaning is that there can be no proof for a reason of a such a view that is from non being a being can be born it is true that you know the the example which is being taken here is that that of the sprout and the from the seed the sprout is seen to appear only when the seed has been destroyed so the word destroyed the seed is destroyed for the sprout to appear now that the question is the word seed all this is because we do not take the right meaning of what is happening due to what you call non logical acceptance of terms and terminologies in our world does the seed really get destroyed to become the sprout no the seed itself is what is becoming the sprout the name and form of the seed would have gone from our perception but the constituents of the seed has not been lost that is what is appearing now as the sprout 
so when you say that you know there are people who are arguing that the the nasham or the destruction of the seed that is then then is the then only you can get the sprout only the seed destroys suppose seed refuses to destroy then the sprout cannot come it is from negation alone that things are produced is the argument by such people as a matter of fact the constituents of the seed which occupy the space etc in the seed continue to exist even when the sprout is growing there is no destruction of the seed and its constituents when the birth of the sprout is taking place because the reason is that the appearance of the seed as a seed was due to the constituents in the seed with a special form that form was given a name as seed the same constituents inside the seed when starts sprouting we call it as sprout and we don't see the form of the seed so we assume the seed is destroyed so from a destroyed seed no never can a birth of a sprout take place what is destroyed on the birth in the birth of the sprout is the shape and form of the seed the existence were of is admitted by the shunyavadin where this is one of the examples what the shunyavadin or the bauddhas they take it as is due to illusion which they have not understood properly the illusion is that the death of the seed therefore from the death the sprout has come only when the seed destroys the sprout can come shankara says it's an illusion but what is this illusion is it a positive or a negative thing that illusion is a negative thing in fact the the the, the illusion itself has no loka standing there is no ground for the notion that the sprout has grown out of negation because the sprout is actually produced out of the constituents of the seed so how can there be an illusion there cannot be an illusion the positive entity based upon illusion of the sprout is from reality of the seed which itself is a positive entity and therefore never can a non existence or a, the death of something from that something else can come no that can never happen so we have to understand that when when this thing that asad is a name what is meant is that name of form of the seed is the state of asad which which sat of the sprout same is the case for the world in our deep sleep when the names and forms are not there of the world of the individual also it was supposed to be a non existence of the world and the individual but it doesn't mean that there is a no existence because the existence is very much in its primordial one without a second state that is why when we wake up we have that experience that you know the positive entities which are there as experienced as a deep sleep without knowing anything that 
oneness without the without a second is our experience that so these are things which are we have to understand because there is no other humanly explainable experience or as an example where we can bring that state to imagine even how the world can would have existed before creation without name and form the only example which we can take is that of our deep sleep so the using the deep sleep we have a fairly graspable and idea wise understandable situation and what was that state when it was in the being when one without a second it was awareness in itself because there was nothing else was there to aware to be aware of i ekameva dudiyam adudiyam there was no do do there at the same time we have to say ekam was there because we cannot deny our own existence or the experience of the deep sleep even we cannot say our deep sleep in the deep sleep i am not there you are not there whoever is in the deep sleep he has no existence in the for any way you can call it as by surname the common name this or in a specific name so but at the same time we cannot deny we didn't have that deep sleep therefore it is sat is a positive aspect and the asat is the absence of the names and forms the those who uphold the non being there is no instance to show for by them that non being as an entity because unless there is an entity with which you can say this is non being satkaryavadins or the those who are in the sankhya philosophy they do not accept that the non being is an entity the jar which is produced from clay which is clear from the fact that the jar is there when only the clay is there same way anything if it has to be experienced or anything which is being perceived or cognized as known there has to be the fundamental reality from which it has to have the dependency the name and form the example which yesterday we discussed also the waves are not different from the water the ocean is not different from the water so the fundamental reality is the water the ocean and the waves are the same vacharambanam vikaro namadeya it is just the names and the appearances of water what is because of which we call it as ocean and the wave so in the absence of the water nor will there be a ocean nor there will be waves same way if the clay is not there or the gold is not there none of the products made out of the clay or the gold has existence so if there has to be a sat or a positive entity in from the positive entity only that whatever is coming out can be derived at never a non entity or a non being can be the fundamental substance from birth 
we can get the experience of something positive. If it is non-existent, you will not get anything out separately, first of all. And even if it is there something, assuming that something comes out of the non-existent, it also has to have non-existence. So how can there be an experience? Hence, we conclude that it is not true that being is produced from non-being. We have to conclude that it is not the that experience which we feel in the world of objects, this, that, I, you, all these names which we are using is coming from a, you know, from a non-entity which is the sleep because the place where they are all, you know, diving is that they deny the existence of deep sleep as a non-entity or non-existent state. It is avastu or tucham. Tucham means the, such a belittle the experience of humanity that nobody is ready to even spend even an iota of time on analyzing what is deep sleep. They, 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 even the scientific world or even the um, biology or zoology or whatever you want to say, because it is a state where it cannot be accessed or analyzed, they negate that value, importance of that. Only in Advaita you will find that we take care of the deep sleep as the fundamental reality for the purpose of extrapolating that to the totality. Just as what we have experienced in sleep. So, this is how we have to understand that. You know, it is the idea of the clay as the source that the jar, and same way, gold for the ornaments. Even it would be that a positive idea of something will be man is mandatory for something else to come out of that. Now, the opponent is taking up an argument that what we mean that between the idea of the clay and the idea of the jar, which appear to stand in relation with a cause and effect, there is only there is only an immediate consequence and not an actual relation as a cause and effect. What that what does it mean by that? It is a it we don't call it as a cause and effect, like the clay is a cause and the jar is effect, but it there is a relationship between them. So Shankara says, no, that is not right. In support of this immediate sequence of dialect, even the nihilist or the Shunyavadins have no corroborative instance for the external world purely from a non-existence. This clay cannot, this jar can never come from a non-existence. Now in the Satkaryavadins they say the jar he was present in the clay without name and form. And the name and form was there, but it was not perceived when it was in a lump of clay. This argument is going to be taken up next. But before that, the father is saying that how can this argument of the nihilis be entertained? That is why kutastu kaumya khalu idamagra asada yeva idamagra asi. That is why the statement is said that. So when the Satpadi says that this aspect of the world is present in the deep sleep, 
before experiencing it as a world they all they they have a argument saying that we don't see a jar being produced out of another jar so we don't see a being can give rise to another being now you are saying that the being or the sat was alone as non dual in the beginning then what it gives out if you say it is being such phenomenon is not seen in the world we don't see a jar giving rise to another jar so shankara says it's true on being entity is not produced from another entity it is the same entity which appears in subsistence in another form now he gives it see this is where we have to understand it very clearly the sat which was in the state of primordial nature one without a second has not really become the world separate from it sankara says that it is that one alone which have now name and form and we are segregating them based on the name and form but can you ever say that there is there is an object without existence that or the without the being or the the non dual sat everything has a reference to the word sat when we say that you know kadam the pot is there the ornament is there the animal is there the, hum, the humanity is there everything is is there is there is there is a common thing that isness what is being experienced is the fundamental thing but here now the the presence of the name and form we are confused because of the name and form is the reality he gives an example there are certain snakes when it coil round it looks like a ball so the ball doesn't look like a snake at all but the moment somebody taps on it the snake coils uncoils itself and becomes a long snake shape same way the clay when it appears either as a dust or a lump of clay or as a jar or pot or shell and so forth it is not leaving the clayness of the clay to become dust jar or pot or anything the fundamentality of the substance never undergoes any change now the opponent is not able to accept this aspect if that is so and it is one and the same being that appears in the various forms and conditions then how is it that it is asserted uh, in the text that it existed belong existed before being born now see that they play on the words really before birth before creation it existed in the form without name and form ekameva dvitiyam now it has been born in the names and forms so then then how do you say that it is the being alone or the sat alone which was there 
without the name and form is now in the name and form as appearing. So the so Shankara had to give them a taunt saying that apparently you have not heard what you have pointed out in the beginning of the in the first for the first father first mantra that it is intended by the sentence that in the beginning this was being alone emphasizing of the positive character of the product denoted by the word this sadeva saumya idam agra asid idam agra asid this was the word used in the beginning this universe in the form of being existed as this is what we said in the first uh, the, in the first mantra explanation the operant again asked in that case to come to this that before it was produced the product denoted by this was non-being or non-entity and now being it has came into existence on production because i cannot use the word this this tree this jar this human being when it was in that before existing therefore the non existence of the human being the non existence of the jar non existence of the tree how can you use that as the cause that is the primordial cause for the production then it diffuses the that no it's not that way as a matter of fact it is only being or the entity that has comes to a subsist and is being spoken as this just as the clay itself has comes into subsistence the clay has not committed subsistence as separate to become the jar and etc etc the entity which was there before the world is being experienced as this or i be from the deep sleep is the one which is called which is considered as the sat or the the truth before it is being perceived through the names and form as it as the product is an object of cognition other than the cognition is the cause of its cause it is not the the way in which we look at the thing that we are going to reverse it we should take it in the way that it is the same clay which is now the jar same way the sat which was there the without any experience of second one in the before creation or in the deep sleep is now being cognized in the names and forms as not become separately the names and form the product must be an entity different from the being just as cow is different from a horse then only you can say it is different a cow is different a horse is different but here in this case the astitum or the easiness which is there without qualification in the deep sleep is now the qualified ones as the tree the human being the world the world of objects it is the character of the being which pervades equally in all of them apparently the jar is different from the the spoon the spoon different from the other products like that yet they have the dependency or they all 
have that trainers as the fundamentality in all their existences. If you remove the clay from that, the name and form cannot stand separately. So that should be the one which the way in which we should understand that. In the same way, this whole universe is only being that sat. This diverse forms which we are seeing as universe is only that one. It is only the right to assert that before birth it was being only specifically because every form of the product only on modification based upon words. Words only bring the world of animal, human beings and the names in the world before which is being used. So the modification is from the Sat. Now we are using the words like human beings, world and everything. But fundamentally, there is no difference because when we say that was it, here also we say the, the tree is there, the human is there, the animal is there, etc., etc. All these statements are being made from the point of view of how they are being called by that, not by their existences. The existences are still there. It is there in each one of them, which was without the name and form existed in the beginning. Now, here the opponent is one more taking some other, saying that, you know, the, the Veda, Veda is that there is a statement, this, this indivisible whole without parts, inactive, calm, taintless, as declared in such Vedic texts, you know, basically referring to the Muntaka Upanishad. What is saying that is that, you know, Nishkalam, Nishkriyam, Shandam, Niravadyam, Niranjanam. Now, it, in, in this form, so when we, when it is being used this way, what happens is that, <clears throat> is it unborn? It's both inside and outside. That is also that it is unborn. Ajaya mano bahuda vijaya, not that anjaja. It is ajaha, nityaha, sashwataha. These are the words which are being used by in the Veda. Then how do you say they have can be modified form of the being as one indivisible whole? If the, the that because you are mentioning and the Vedas are also mentioning that it is indivisible, you cannot become it cannot become multiple. So Shangira says it doesn't initiate our position of the indivisible being also. It is possible for modified forms to appear out of those illusory components made of the parts, not in reality, which are created by imagination of man. It is a human construct. This multiplicity is a, as multiplicity is a human concept in the sense that it is being imagined. How does it getting imagined? Now we have the experience of our dream. What happens in the dream? Dream also we are experiencing multiplicity. Does it happen that they are real? The objects of the, the experiences of the world is real in the dream? No. They are all but nothing but imagination or that what you call concepts in the mind or the experiences, field of experience. 
all modification is a product of words existing in mere name that name is in the sat sadeva saumya idamagrasi otherwise what they say instead is that vacharambanam vikaro namadeyam rittigatteva satyam here you have to say the sadeva satyam all the whole world of experiences what we experience in reality cannot have an independent existence apart from the sat which is in the state when it was there before becoming multiplicity so when the sarvam kaluidam brahma that statement was made in the third chapter 14th pada where we discussed before starting the sixth chapter now you have to relate between that and here why did we say that sadeva saumya idamagra asit if the one is the only one and without a second sarvam kaluidam brahma how both can be linked between the two the multiplicity which we are experiencing is an imagination even in the imagination you can see the oneness the one who sees the oneness has no confusion on that he sees that the truth in the multiplicity for him sarvam kaluidam brahma to such a person for otherwise they you will your our mind will be carried away by the name and form and the utility of them vacharambanam vikaro namadeyam that is what happens and we will never know that the satyam is sat the sat behind all this thing is that satchidanta the same brahma only which was before becoming appearing as many the appearance is also an imagination it is not really become many if it has really become many like the bee as the seed has become a sprout it cannot be it cannot be considered that you know it is become it has left that here the water without becoming many appears to be many waves including the ocean when the waves are subsided never a time either we can imagine the way there are no waves but imagine for a minute all the waves are subsided what remains is pure water that time we can't even call it as an ocean because ocean is associated with the waves and you know the the form and the bubbles and all so same way when the multiplicity being produced you should understand that it is the imagination or the construction of the mind due to the dependency on the vacharambanam and the dependency on the name and form now this is used by narada and sanat kumara in the 7th chapter we will discuss that in the name he starts with the whole thing from the nama nama roopa from where the name only is how it is starting that but here we should understand one thing that sat is the only reality and it is what you call it as by you me the tree the world the name and everything is the same sat which we call it as by different names like the call the lump of clay or the mud is being called by the jar or the gold is being called by different ornaments we should understand that it has not become the ornament 
the gold remains as gold the water remains as the wave every every aspect of the world is showing us that nothing has changed it is the same electron proton neutron only which is becoming carbon which is becoming nitrogen which is becoming oxygen the so the, the name the forms are changing why why does the form change because of the the association of that you know the the way the way they constitute themselves the because they are constituting different material the way they become different elements doesn't mean they have become fundamentally different thing the fundamental reality of the experience is depend upon the sat that is what is to be clearly understood that this perception is purely being illusory in nature then goes to the third mantra onwards he is the upanishad is explaining the experiential world coming down from him to the multiplicity and then it will explain us how to look from that point of view also that you will see the truth that one ekameva dvitiyam in everything for that he has to explain what the how does the creation takes place tad aikshata bahusyam prajayeya iti tat tejah asrjata tat teja aikshata bahusyam prajayeya iti tadapaha asrjatah tasman yatrakvacha sochiti sadetat sadate va purushah tejasah eva tadapyataha jayante what does it mean tadaikshada bahusyam prajayeti may i become many it willed or it conceived let me become many and may i grow to become many and with that in mind it created fire and that fire conceived further that let me become many and many further down into many forms and the water was created by the fire allow the upanishad gives an example what is the proof is that whenever a man is in hot he perspires and the water is produced from the heat the heat is the cause for the water to be produced therefore the cause relationship between the heat and the water is conceived even though some of these examples in this upanishads are so primordial or primitive in nature we cannot really with our present day knowledge we cannot take it as a literal meaning we have to take it as a poetic license so without delving deep into that why did the upanishad talk about let us not go into that aspect of it but how it is being con- i being explained by the upanishad is what is more important to us so that will or that conceived from this no the origin is from that the universe is not the primordial matter as as you know in the, the philosophy of the sankhya the sankhya has got pradhanam pradhanam is the primordial matter that is the and that has no life or it's an insentient thing 
that is prakriti and purusha are the two concepts the sankhyas have and it is the prakriti which is becoming multiple then prakriti means not nature there is a primordial matter even though the word prakriti is used for the nature sankhyas do not use it as a nature they use it for the primordial matter but it is insentient whereas the purusha is the sentient as a being and the operand is that asking that only the being can conceive because it is a sentient thing the prakriti or the primordial matter has no way in which it can will when it say it can make say that let me become many the may i be born as many will be like the clay desires to become the jar of its own it is not happening in this thing say in that case that you know it is perceived that unreal non existent thing or is a you know all or or you know that the jar cannot perceive or even will that let me i know the clay can never perceive then will become the jar or many ornament gold cannot desire to become many ornaments it is not that possible so how does this happen or if if you say that you know the rope never wished to become the serpent and even a non existent serpent no that what we assert here is that the being itself is which is perceived in the form none other than its own through the duality and diversity this appearance of duality duality and appearance is poetically or by 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 virtue of its appearances were we call it as you know it is the desire of the uh what you call the being to become many absolutely there is this separate world is not a separate entity existing we do not make any assumption of anything named or unnamed other than the being at any point of time or place whatever there is in the name and the named or which is being imagined to be different is in fact is that being only to explain this the word it willed or it conceived or it desired to become many is used for the purpose only that it is the rope itself which is under the assumption of the serpent called the serpent and the clod or the lump of clay is a jar to be spoken as this thing for those who however know that real character of the rope the the snake was not a reality or the jar has no independent reality the name and as idea of the serpent or the jar will cease because for for devan the one who knows this for them they know the the fundamental thing from where the real the appearance is coming the appearance of the jar has come from the clay or the rope snake in the rope has come from the rope one who knows that he is not deluded by the appearance of the jar or the rope he may know that 
he may see the appearances but he has the knowledge of the reality in the same manner for those who know the real character of the being the name that idea of the products of the the i am you are the world the you know the shared reality all those things are possible because it is from the sentient intelligent being that sat satchitananda these things are being appearing and you are perceiving them because it has got the that potency of satchitananda in everything now it now with this the there is this statement from the upanishad where the, the vedic text is said now in the taittiriya upanishad that yato vacho nivartande aprapya manasasaha anikte adireye and all those things these statements are it is if we are to take that the creation is into that that aspect can never be used for explaining something which is with the names and forms if what the words are failing to describe that and mind cannot grab go there so how are you going to connect between a sat or a being before creation which cannot be fathomed by any of the instrument is the fundamental thing which has become the names and forms now you should not be able to use that philosophy of that that without a name and form has now taken name and form and it has not undergone any change and all these type of explanation and now you are saying the fire was born from that but at the same time in the taittiriya upanishad which says that the mind cannot you know those words cannot speak about it the mind cannot fathom it there the the saying that it is akasha which came first and now you are saying the fire came first so there is a contradiction between the two vedas which do you accept that is there a self contradictory between the two sankara says uh, there is no self contradictory thing here we are not getting into the details of the creational aspect as explained in the taittiriya upanishad for that purpose the taittiriya upanishad has used from that akasha came akasha vayu vayu agni here the methodology is to explain the fire and the water and the annam which is that basically the same thing so the the presumption is that it has the fire has come before that fire the air and the space has come is understood so there is no clash between the two upanishadic statement here we here the important is that triplication of because it is the triplication no what you call the trivitkarana which is coming in the third and fourth padas so the water fire and the food is taken for the purpose of explaining that 
the fire when it is known in the world when it burns and cooks illumines and is red and when the fire is was created that is where the being has taken in the form of fire is conceived because from the fire we are able to make multiple things just if it had been vayu and akasha there is no multiplicity things coming out only when the fire became from out of vayu because of the fire the multiplicity can be further created therefore to multiply further into many is really in the fire only through usage of the fire we have many mod modifications on the other things can be carried out therefore we say that fire will let me become many and it created water as one of the constituents apart from many which was required for further creation of what the food and the human beings and the life in the world therefore the water has come out in the from the fire or the heat when it is there we can see the rain is taking place and the rain when it plays the the greeneries are growing so this is the way in which the fire the water and the annam or the food is being consumed as as the steps of creation ta aap aikshanda bahya shama prajaye mahi iti vata annam asrajanta ಅನ್ನಂಭವತಿಯಾಯಂತೆ the primordial life sustain sustaining the reason for life to be sustained in the in the world the earth the water is the mandatory thing wherever what water is not seen there there is no life being perceived therefore it they concluded that water is the fundamental is the same reality from birth the real multiplication takes place further into the annam and anadaha annam is the food and what is being produced further down by using consuming food is called anadaha so the rice barley and people who eat they also start producing the animals they eat food they also start producing so this cycle of becoming let me become many is inherent in the life species whether it is trees animals or human beings you can see this is is very much running through that so we have to understand that in even though these steps are being mentioned because fire and other things are produced evolved out like that from that being is being coming we should also consider that there is a term called what is meant is that it was as if elemental substances been produced as become many so if you are saying that it is as if being produced is it figurative for being also the convince convincing must be only figurative not in reality 
not so because conceiving or willed or desired by the being can be known only from the words of veda hence it is not possible to assume that it is figurative but the opponent asks if that yes being is the cause for the clay it is impossible to infer because clay is an ancient insentient product it cannot will by itself hence it can be presumed that this insentient primordial matter which is told by the sankhyas cannot will with the functioning of the sentient being so the convene the the will or the conceiving or the 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 desire to become may, may is must be figurative in ordinary life we seen that that insentient things is spoken and treated as insentient because we are, we do not consider but we use we use the word terminology that you know that building appears to be you know intending to fall down now because you know such things the building has no intent to fall down but we use such terminology that you know such the thing the these are all the at when the when the terms are used that it is willed become it is not really willed to become many in fact it has not become many it appears to be many the will to become many is only used from this concept of using that insentient beings can have the jar is intended to become and the clay is intended to become the row the jar or the rope intended to become the snake all these things are all you know figurative usages so the 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 truth is that the self which has no desire by itself can never become many so the usage what we see here is only to bring the concept that there is the desire to use names and forms by the the, the human being for the experience purpose therefore the words are of course used by the human beings only that it is thought that the liberation comes when do the liberation or the freedom comes from this names and forms and attributions which we are saying that until such time when one knows that these multiplicity which we see in the in the names and forms are the word as if in fact in reality it has not become many even though the word sarvam kalu idam brahma is used that everything is becoming even is what you see in that the the sarvam is in reality cannot because the nature of the truth is ekam and advitiya so it has not become multiple like what we are saying in that in the in the in the world right you know the father gave in the the parents gave birth to children so they have become multiple and many all those things are because we assume that the name and form have independent existence but that the fundamental thing is that the names and forms the tree whether it is the animals whether it is the human being whether the planets and everything is dependent on the sat 
means existence and its sentiency. And that is the reason why everything is sentient. The insentient is because it is being felt as insentient. Just as we are feeling there is sentiency, insentiency is also a feeling. In really speaking, neither sentient nor insentient are separate. They are all one and the same. That same Sadeva Saumya Idamagra Asi Ekameva Dutiyam Brahma. That one Brahma is now, which is being appeared as if has become many, is the way through the quadruplication or well, you know, the five methods of becoming many, the Taitriya. They are all for the purpose of bringing from the experiential level to look through the multiplicity to see the fundamental reality. And the one who knows the reality of the fundamental reality, who sees that all this is in his Sat only, Sadeva Saumyaida Ungrasi, such a person is here and now, is liberated. There is not a second required for him to become free from the, you know, the feeling that there is multiplicity and he will not be attracted by the multiplicity. To such a person, the realization takes place. We will take the third kanta, the, where it continues the same thing or the different birth and the things are being explained in that which we will take it in the next class. Next Wednesday, we will not be having the class. I'm traveling. So next Friday, we will have the class. Okay. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyate Om Shanti 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 Arihiyom Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Arihiyom Thank you. Dhanyavada. Bindu, thank you very much. Just for clarity, we're uh, next Friday will be 633, or just for... Yes, 633. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Six three one. We will start six three one, not six three three. Thank you. Rio Medoji. Rio. Can I ask you? I thought I'll read back. This is for me the most uh, important part of the Chandogya. You know, the Sat aspect has been so well detailed. Uh, thanks for the grace, uh, surrender to this grace. Binuji, uh, uh, the first part, the way you put it up, how can a being be born from a non-being? That was a argument right there. Uh, I, I see this one is, you know, that Nitya Nitya Viveka is to be used where not the Vastu Vastu Viveka, because if you take Vastu Vastu Viveka, you know, non-being and being, you can't put it in that bracket. 
only when nitya nitya viveka is used then this question never comes that's first part one uh, part two is the seed and the sprout is taken um, the way i think you laid it out so nicely is exist can, existence cannot be denied either way either deep sleep or waking the existence is what just appeared as many that existence is never gone the sat aspect is so strongly imposed explain that the seed and sprout example it is really the existence that appeared as many it's only the human construction that name and form got added on top of it you know leading to confusion even if you take this position and this understanding even ajaya mano bahuda vijayate is a construction so i'm just laying this out uh, binduji is hope i think this whole uh, i captured the essence here thank you yeah you are right see ajaya mano bahuda vijayate is the reason why we can say that sadeva somya idamagra asid both are correct both are from two different aspects one is that ajayamano means having not having become many bahuda vijayate it appears to be multiple so the multiplicity has not really created something new what is being seen as many is without becoming many so like you know we say that there are many waves so the water has not really become many to become many waves the appearance of the water one water in the ocean and giving rise to many waves we feel that there are many waves this depending upon this names and forms there name is only one wave but forms are many different forms are there for different waves so we call it as different waves so you look at it in in which way either by name or by form we are multiplic we are saying that there are multiplicity but the name and form cannot stand independent of the object and the object without its existence we cannot even say it is an object because it has to have an existence then only we call it as an object so where does we derive that existence or where the we bring the dependency for the name the name is dependent upon the form the form is dependent upon the object the object is dependent upon its own existence this existence is something which you cannot say that i will divide this existence and that existence and everything you cannot really divide that into multiple existences there is only one existence in which a form when appears we name it by differently but the existence is where will you draw a line between one existence and another existence but how do you know there is only one existence for that the only example which in our experience we can fall back upon is that state of existence where there was nothing else which is our deep sleep and it is in the deep sleep the whole world of names and forms 
dissolved. Both of the waking and the dream worlds have dissolved in the deep sleep. There, the world is, the names and forms of the world has dissolved. The individual also has dissolved by the identity of the individual which was experiencing the world. But at the same time, when we wake up, we cannot deny the existence of ourselves. We experience the deep sleep, but we were not able to experience, explain the deep sleep in the, in the deep sleep state because there no words can go nor my mind can work. That is why that is the state. And because the name and word cannot go there, you cannot articulate it. Therefore, there is no way you can say that anything existed other than the existence. This is how it is to be resolved. Thank you, Vindraji. Even that Satshriya call came to me after when you were describing this. Thank you. Some of the sections which come later may appear to be little, you know, dragging and boring. So I may rush through them unless somebody wants me to get into the details. I'll just, because some, as I told you, you know, some of these examples of, you know, the humus perspiration of humanity, you know, when you feel heat, the you perspire, the water is produced out of heat. That is an example. Same way in the last, this thing, there is an example of, you know, a hot axe being asked to touch Taptaparishu example, which is a very famous example for, uh, for Dwaitins. So those theories where you should understand it is from a different aspect we have to analyze. Even though traditional people have stuck to the traditional meaning, I will deviate from the traditional meaning because it doesn't make sense to modern human mind. So, but I will deviate it without deviating what the intent of the words are there but i may not use i may not use the same explanation which is being used by shankara or the modern traditional uh, you know but explanations which are available in the mark in the public domain I have a question. Go ahead. Like whatever I feel or means how do I means how do I experience thing is just a memory. So memory is in my mind and it is a learn learned state. So I want just a clarification on how is memory different from consciousness or just beingness. Do you know that you are you are remembering something? Sorry. Do you remember or do you know when you are remembering something? Yes, I know. Hmm? Yes. Who? 
what is that knowing what is that principle which is knowing that memory okay so you yourself you know that now there are two the memory is different and the one who knows memory is different right 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 so right there your answer is within yourself hmm thank you namaste srini Uh, namaste vidya ji thank you for another fantastic session i loved it very much like uh, it reminded me like uh, one of my maths lecturer uh, when we used to do all those complicated problems of uh, quadratic e equations or trigonometry he used to just solve the first two steps and say that now the problem is dead this problem is no more a problem rest of the thing the student has to work out and just finish finish so this section of the upanishad somehow always gives me the feeling that here shankara is doing that first two three steps and now it's from here it's up to the person to take and uh, complete so it's a wednesday session and today session like it was marvelous I, like thank you with the very very beautiful sessions thank you shrin it was like that yes your your example is also equally good Binduji, we um we've had this conversation before about the 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 word and the use of the word activity, and you uh, reject the notion of that word because it 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 doesn't describe a self autonomous uh you know unit so to speak. So when when we when we're speaking of the multiplicity, how do you account for the this the obvious variety uh that that is that brahman in in the sense of you know we we perceive multiplicity because there is multiplicity it's if we if we know that it's in an undivided reality why can't we use the word activity heart is the heart it's pumping it doesn't mean that it's necessarily apart from that that same reality so what is the word then that you use that describes the same activity or why do you object to the word activity see activity is a is a terminology used for a knowledge being applied an awareness or an intelligence when functions through the organs we call it as an activity if there was no intelligence or no consciousness can there be any activity or can there be any independent uh, functioning which can work no, no of course not so that is why i am and denying it not from the point of view of transactional point of view from the point of view of the primordial requirement of anything which we experience in this world is the same 
but we make a differentiation between ourselves and the world outside therefore there once you create the dichotomy then only the anything else will become valid can you walk in yourself into yourself it cannot be done right atmasreya dosham or dependency on the self individual happens so activity from the point of view of the truth there is no activity but activity in the transactional point where you are making names the ornament or the uh, the sword which is made of an iron has an activity appearing in it because it has got a it has got a particular name and shape which cannot be done by a lump of iron so we say that the activity is there in the sword but not in the lump of iron but the lump of iron is itself has transformed it into form of shape of a sword and now the activity is superimposed on the sword for cutting or a knife to into cutting but look from the point of view that if you are the iron did you have a desire to have an activity even when you are the, when you are the knife do you don't have an activity desire to do the cutting nothing this is between the iron as a knife and the iron now between imagine you and the iron are non different you are still thinking that iron is different i am different are you different from the iron lump of iron both have the same dependency on the sat existence if you exist it is also existing and it cannot have any activity without existence first you also cannot do anything independently without existence so that the we are all forgetting that the dip we you know it is just like that the activity which we see is independent of the object and the object is independent of the the fundamental reality of the sat this is why we get into that feeling of reality of the world as multiple reality the multiplicity can be dissolved intellectually and by apprehending the right knowledge that in existence these are all appearances let there be appearances and activity as appearance activity is also an appearance let it be there that doesn't change the fundamental reality of the existences one who knows that for him tavadeva chiram for him the moment, the 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 release of all his problem is instantaneous he is never worried about anything what happens whether there be activity whether part whether patrick is you know shaking his legs or bindo is shaking his legs what difference does it make in different place and say no nothing all our problem is when we assume that these are all independent activities 
and is taking place without the dependency on the objects and the objects have dependency on the existence that the existence is the being which is appearing as many when they become one and the same there is neither happiness no sorrow there is no day there is no night there is no space nothing but you cannot deny your own existence in that state yeah i, I find this uh i find this line of reasoning uh obtuse it, it's it's objectionable because it 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 throws uh, one off uh the uh, a line of inquiry that can lead to the truth there i i don't there's a conversation happening right now i it doesn't necessarily mean that i'm concluding that i am having a conversation there's a conversation happening right now in you know and even if i say it's in this room it doesn't mean <laughs> that somehow the conversation is happening outside of awareness and so you know when i say that there's you know blood circulating um through the body it doesn't mean that the body is apart from awareness or outside of awareness or that the blood is outside of, of awareness but it's you know it's like the way that the way that you're describing it, it it's like you can't even there's no point even having a conversation because there's no point in using words the words itself then you know suggest separateness and and so i there has to be a way that there has to be a way like i'm uh, yeah there has to be a way that you can you can accept the word activity because it it doesn't denote uh, separateness activity is 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 part of the reality of of brahman not where does that where does the activity depend upon it depends on brahman but it doesn't mean that it's it's somehow something else it's just part of activity brahman brahman is activity as well it's not a fundamental quality of brahman but it's certainly it see patrick patrick activity which you which you are perceiving with your with your mind has to take place in a space where there is differences now you are saying that everything is brahman now in the space can space have an activity tell me the perception of space is an activity but no space is not an activity <laughs> no in the space can the space itself act act upon something no. when everything is brahman where does the activity happen it's not happening but it's but it is our it is our it is our dependency on the name of activity and the perception that activity is taking place as a transactional mm -hmm. reality totally, yeah. and then we we develop upon that for the purpose of explanation words and everything when the words are not the words cannot describe what is brahman and words cannot even you know uh make you understand the nature of brahman 
there is a limitation for that so it is beyond the words so the activity everything is within the realm of the words the experiences are within the realm of the words but in the fundamental state why we are insisting on knowing the fundamental reality is that that knowledge alone will release our misconceptions of everything any other knowledge cannot remove us the total misconception this this misconception of activity is because you are still thinking that activity is a reality so this this conversation was was uh inspired by my question via text and that was can awareness know itself and i we agreed that awareness can't know itself but because it can, it, it can it can know itself but that statement has got a meaning it can be itself it cannot know it as an object right i wanted to ask this question like ki when uh, when i am witnessing uh, isn't that i am creating a memory of that means the existence means the pure pure simple existence while witnessing chris whenever you are asking that question are you separate and the objects or the description which you are giving is a knowledge in you sorry i didn't get you the witnessing when you are saying you are saying it's a memory being created mm-hmm. now where does this concept being experienced by you these concepts are in my mind in your mind and who is yes. knowing that hmm hmm right so keep keep whenever you have such questions i am not denying what you are saying is right or wrong but there is a methodology in which doing mananam this is why when i say that you know pradibodha viditam matam amrutatnu hivandate what the kenopanishad mantra is talking about every experience of ours the prerequisite that i am there for my experiences if i am not there i cannot even transact and the transactions if it is taking place it has to happen from me and if it is happening from me i am there and that transacting is coming from a feeling that something else other than me is also there now shift for a moment to the other side i am talking to you now you shift you shift yourself to my side and think that from the end of and you i am also having the same way like you thinking that uh, 
you are i am for required in the beginning as a primordial as a first stage then only i can have a talk with bindu this thought will come in your mind no so every every object in the world will have to be first present before a transaction to take place so this first presenting nature of everything is what we call it as existence Hey, and I, then hey. and and then and then when you have this feeling that there is transaction it is because you are forgetting that we are all have the common thing in us when you forget the commonality then you are different i am different so bindu with the question of um awareness knowing itself there's there's no um there's no there's no uh hypothetical where because this the word awareness gets thrown around so much there's no um possibility in any way that you would say that awareness can know itself that's how you see it correct that's right yeah. how do you think Yes, Madhir. Uh, hello, Vinduji. Thank you very much. Um, um, I have a question, a bit, bit similar in the direction of uh, awareness knowing itself. But um, my question is, where does the asat reside, or what is the what is the whole asat thing in relation to sat? Or, yeah, that's a bit something I'm struggling with to understand. why do we need asat what is the role of it asat is the falsified notion that something other than sat is existing and that has got names and forms what is experiencing as as names and forms are taken as independently existing objects for transactional purpose and we do not we do not remember or we do not consider that it is fundamentally sat only with the names and forms like the gold appearing as the different ornaments or the water appearing as the waves so the asat is the aspect of names and forms forgetting their nature of it or the fundamental nature of it oh, that so is remembering the yeah? ignorance kind of thing yeah yes asat yeah. is out of the ignorance it's a product of you know product of ignorance yes just breathe vindu just on this awareness yeah. knowing itself thing one final one small thing <clears throat> because uh, how do we address things like knowing which everything else will be known and sarvagnyatvam so if we say awareness cannot know itself then then doesn't the things like sarvagnyatvam get hit or something like that yeah from which which angle are we talking about sarvagnyatvam for sarvagnyatvam we have a precondition there should be sarvam then only sarvagnyatvam can come right so the sarvagnyatvam is what is that state there is sarvam which is the same as the one which is appearing as many 
ईज द सर्वज्ञत्व then the other sentence which says knowing which one knows everything so it is the same knowing which we know the fundamental reality of existence if we know that the appearances in the forms and names and forms is derived out of that that knowledge is that yatyatva sarvamidam vitnyadam bhavati once who knows this for him all these appearances even though they have different names and forms vacharambanam vikaro namadeyam mrittikateva satyam that statement comes true and that statement is itself is what is yatnyatva sarvam idam vitnyadam bhavati once who knows that it is the gold alone which has become the different ornaments same way a person who knows that that sat which was my exist my state without name and form and multiplicity in my deep sleep or before my birth or after my death is the same one which is now being appearing as the names and forms in the world because when i wake up the world comes along with me when i go to sleep the world goes along with me when i when i took birth the world was birth i mean the experiences of the child is bringing the world to it so, but the knowledge of that world ex- world experience by others is different because others the child is also a product inside the world so don't look from the others point of view you should become the child mind and go there and same way when we die what happens to the world and the, the individual where does it go so it's really speaking there is neither the birth nor death it is an experience in between which we call it as a life and inside the life we call it as day and, and and in a day we have the waking the dream and the deep sleep so it is inside one inside outside the whole thing is engulfed in one knowledge it is all in awareness all this thing is happening okay so when we say things like knowing our true nature or the knowing the nature of existence is it that we are talking from a point of individual knowing his true nature or because otherwise if we are talking about awareness knowing its true nature then it is again like awareness knowing itself right so in that context we say individual is knowing his true nature is it the individual is knowing the truth that there is no individuality is what happens the drop of water when merges with the ocean the drop of water loses its individuality it becomes ocean something similar but here's here's another way of looking at it shrini is that nirguna cannot know saguna and saguna can understand and know the nature of nirguna but not the fundamental nirguna i mean there's words that are going to obfuscate the you know truth and reality but i mean it's in the west we have this movie called the wizard of oz and the wizard if any of you in india have seen it it's you know this fantasy world where the the wizard was finally revealed and he operated this magical world from behind a curtain we we can't we can get up to the curtain as saguna as you know so called individuals we can look at the curtain and talk about what's behind the curtain but we can't know what's behind that curtain not fundamentally and likewise when we refer to awareness 
Brahman, that ultimate Brahman. Brahman can't even know what's on the other side of that um, of that curtain. That's what we're saying here, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Bindu? Yeah, in that sense that, you know, the analogies of the curtain going beyond the curtain or the all those things are within the concepts with which we are trying to define it. But the best thing is to go into our own experiences of the deep sleep. In the deep sleep, did you know you existed? Could you explain it? No. When we wake up, we recall the non-experience of multitude at the same time, the undeniability of one's own existence. Whether it was one there or whether it is, there was multiple, there is no way in words can express that. That is why it is called beyond the words. And there is no mind so that, you know, mind cannot even fathom that experience. But at the same time, there is an undeniable state which we are there. Is it that that is our reality and we pop up to the waking and the dream and go back? Like, you know, putting our head outside and experiencing and going back. The When we are putting outside, do you mean to say, really say that? Are we putting outside our head? No, it cannot, because it is, it is only one thing which is there everywhere. So when we are putting our head outside, we are creating ourselves and the world outside for the enjoyment of or for the transaction purpose of it. And we ourselves collapse it. Enough is enough for the day, and I am winding up. That is the state when we go back to sleep. And it is the same way we have to say that it is not uniquely individual's experience. It is the experience of totality. What happened to the entire world of objects and the dream when you woke up from the dream? Same will happen. What happened to the world and the entire objects of the world when we went into that state, which is where the mind and the word cannot reach? Because we can't explain that because it is a projection. And how did they project? Why did it project? As an object in the projection, we cannot answer that. But we are experiencing it. So the only way we can do know that is to depend upon how the teachers are explaining this to us. And there are People who have thought about it, experienced it, and they shared their experience, which has become the Upanishads for us. And we draw a line from it. This is how my teacher taught me, and this is how I am teaching you. And if it is, if you verify it within yourself, and if it is not gelling, then we can discuss about it. But if you think that what is being told is undeniably, applicable to my condition, then we are on the same page. Yes, just uh, breathe. Uh, sorry, yeah. sorry yeah. for taking up too much time. In the last 
thing. No, no, no. La- Go last, ahead. Last question. Yeah. So, in the context when we say Maya is Anirvachaniya, but Brahman is not Anirvachaniya, right? So, so how this also confuses in, in this context, right? So, how do we take that? See, the inexplicability of Maya Anirvachaniya, inexplicability is because it is a non-existent thing. Can you ex- describe your ignorance about a thing which you do not know? Yeah, yeah, we cannot. But in the other sentence, we are telling Brahman is not Anirvachaniya, right? So, yeah, because that is your reality. Brahman and uh, the world is not different. The individual and the world and the Brahman is not different. Jiva Jagat, Brahma Jiva Jagat is for... Yeah, but here what so it is pointing a, is, we can we... Ca- conclusively say that awareness cannot know itself because we are saying it is not anirvachaniya right so like i'm just like how are we and uh, see that is why awareness cannot know itself as an object is a condition but awareness is always knowing itself that is why ahamasmi i am is an undeniable experience we all anyone has got whether they express it or do not express it doesn't matter that existence, amness or easeness is the one which we are talking about, the Sat. Ah, yes. That this, is... This clarifies, correct. Yeah, this is the thing which I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah. That amness. Right. Yeah, but correct. that's Thank not... You. That's not Sat. That's Sat. That no, it can't be. No way. No way. This this notion of I-ness is an extension of Ahankara. No, no, no. I see that that you are what you are talking about. Iness is the individualized iness. That iness which experienced the deep sleep. No, I had a good deep sleep. No. What is that i? No, I disagree. And so, um, did did you did you have the Patrick had a good sleep feeling or that? No, no. I I knew nothing. I agree on that Ah. level. But I'm saying that this notion of I am and I-ness that is always referred to. No, I am, I am, I I was not, Patrick, I am explaining. When I was explaining to Srini, I was referring to the state of I am-ness in the deep sleep. Yeah, but. The am-ness. There is no either. The am-ness. No, of course. But, but, but then when this this notion of that presence that r- referred to i don't know how srini put it but but in terms of there is there is the an inus that rises that uh, srini can you just come up again and that just is, say how you, that inus comes it? up only when you are in the waking or in your in your deep sleep or in your dream there is a dreamer which has got an inus the waker has an inus but in the in the in the deep sleep, the I is not there. The ness is there, which is called the easeness or amness. That is what I was referring to. Okay, I'll wait. Yeah, yeah. see, I'll... I think the critical thing is like uh, Bindoji said, awareness cannot be known objectively. So when we say awareness cannot know itself as an object, versus that's why I was like emphasizing it. Uh, we cannot co- co- convincingly say that awareness. Uh, cannot be known like we have to extend it and say something like awareness cannot be known as an object or a thought or uh, something like that so that is one key difference i think patrick 
I guess that I I can't recall the 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 exact phrase that you use, Srinivas. But Anirvachaniya, right? You are referring to. Yeah, but it's also this. There's this feeling that when when you dissolve the sense of objects around oneself and there is a presence that that is known that presence isn't the the doer uh it's the this so-called witness the the witness is what's referred to as the as sat as that iness the iness um behind it all and beyond um you know form and objects and 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 so on that i i still say that is possible. yeah i think i think that's what this dream and deep sleep are basically point yes there is the iness yeah, okay. of the ego which you are pointing to but there is something beyond that also and that is like now what vindaji like we, we can't use many words but it is like amness right that kind of thing but anyway again i, I don't know today i'm taking up so much time like sorry that's good but like it's <laughs> nice to hear you you're allowed to but just this amness what is this amness that is being referred to then srini and bindo what is this amness that you're referring yeah, to yeah yeah just for that i have one more just now something popped up into my head to ask bindo ji so bindo ji when we say vastu siddha or we call it primordial substance or vastu or these kind of things right i know it is it is not an object in the general vyavaharika way we call but when we say that vastu or the brahma padartha those kind of things so <laughs> that, that that is very tickling tickling kind of thing how that primordial substance is, is also sometimes referred in some context it is referred like that right vastu siddha is very commonly used right yeah the the word the vastu the is to indicate that the nature of it is never undergoing through any change at and whatever condition it is at like the fire the fire will be always a fire it can never be anything other than the fire the water can never be anything other than water same way brahman atman both are the same can never be other than that at any point of time even when it is becoming multiplicity in the world of objects appearing as that it is not becoming something different there is that is why asadeva somidam agrasid when that statement is being made that this world of names and form what you are appearing as the world of name and object as separate and independent and multiple has no independent existence it has got the vastu siddhi on the brahman which is the existence sentient existent nature of it that is it exactly what it is there the name and form and the multiplicity is an imagination in the mind of the experiencer who experiences multiplicity from the knower of the truth the multiplicity is just mere appearances like the mirage and the water there is no water in the mirage but water is appearance of water can exist but knowing very well that the water is not a reality or the snake is not a reality the appearance of the snake can be there the name of the jar or the ornaments can exist but the reality is that the fundamental material of the clay or the rope 
are in gold same way the waves are nothing but ocean only water only so all these things are showing us that sat the vastu the brahman the vastu has never undergone any change it uh, when the experientially when we can deal with it in the name and form we are forgetting the fundamental reality and the one who knows the fundamental reality for him he sees even when he sees multiplicity he sees the fundamental in in them like the mirage thank you very much bindu ji thank you thanks a lot yeah and then thank you i just uh, wanted to thank you for uh, the sessions i've been following them uh, today uh, for me the concept of sat was more clarified uh, especially when you said um, for an object to be an object it has to have existence first and then you uh, said something like uh, different for different objects to exist they don't have uh, they all have to they don't have to have separate existence it's just one existence so then i thought about what is the quality of this exist uh, this existence so the quality of this existence that's a prerequisite for all the objects to appear is uh, consciousness so that's when i was able to link uh, satchidanand that the quality of the single existence is awareness and it's also peace that's how i was able to connect them all three in my understanding so i just wanted to thank you about it excellent jaspreet you have done you you got it thank you so much bindoji for all these um these sessions you've been doing for us namaste bindoji um you said something about knowing uh, is not possible for awareness I don't want to go into too much detail but just want to touch on the word knowingness so from being uh you know living a normal life where one hears that there is the original mistake of identification to coming into uh an understanding of what you are uh will there be no knowingness of awareness either or it will just be understood and that's it is that what you're saying when you said you know you can't know awareness you can be it so just to clarify that yeah that's what i was telling srinivas that the awareness or knowingness cannot be objectified it is the state in which you are all the time all the time you are the knowing principle and that principle can never be objectified as an objectified event or a object yeah. it is always in which you are there and that is never seen as an object but it is an it is a knowing within the know, within the knower that that is my swarupa or my nature or my intrinsic nature in which i am in the time that i am the one who is in the act of knowing or even when i am not doing the knowing i remain as a knowledge 
without activity of knowing so more uh, wanting to clarify it not as an object or i i, I mean i i'm not very clear with the word objective uh, objective so i'm clear with object so you can't know it as an object that's clear but i'm asking from being identified to a realization will there be a sense of knowingness of the realization will that be become clear or will it still just be an understanding i i'm clear that it can't be known as an object but i'm asking about let's say a seeker is you know on this journey when they initially realize that oh, hear that okay you are not this body and whatever so at some point does the realization um does one really know for a fact that this is now clearly what i am and it it's not going back and forth so i'm more concerned about the word knowingness rather than knowing it as an object i don't know if i'm able to put that across it happens when our imaginations or false notions and what you call our mis construed ideas about spirituality knowledge knowing and everything when you drop all the objective object and then you know separating it out from yourself when nothing is there it shines by itself and that shining is there happening even right now but we are so clouded with the mind trying to project every experience as an object that is what i called objectification we are always meddled in our thoughts the thoughts are the clouds which stops us from knowing or the the self shining itself when the thoughts become the mind become a no mind without any thoughts what remains is that shining nature of your knowingness that time you don't have to bring thoughts again to know that because thoughts cannot go to that that realm because only in that knowingness the thoughts also were functioning that knowingness by itself becomes an experience without experiencing because there is no words by which you can explain that sorry i have shortage of words or even upanishad has a shortage of words it is a aparokshanubhuti is a word used by that it is neither direct knowledge nor an inference or you know what cannot be known also it is vidita vidita tati it is beyond known and unknown and that is the place the known and unknown happens only when there is multiplicity where there is no multiplicity that is the time when you are shining by yourself and the, the only way in which example which we have in our life is that we are but when the world is not there our mind is not there is in our deep sleep but deep sleep is not known in the deep sleep as we are knowing it but that state of deep sleep if you can imagine happening in your waking where you the world melts away 
the names and forms are not seen separate your thoughts are not there you are neither sleeping nor awake because sleep and awake are only projections of the waker that is not there you are in your pure state of being that is you cannot call it as an experience because the experience is a need you need a mind but it is in itself that swaprakashata what they, we call it as in the upanishadic theme the self shines by itself and that it doesn't need another self to know that that is the state where it will be it will be known when that the thoughts subside completely down because thoughts are the one which is clouding that self from shining and this happens to us i mean the natural form in the deep sleep but that only should that happens if it happens in our in in our once it happens you will never be away from that because you know how to fall back upon to that at every nook and corner or every now and then because it's it is just like you have not less the mooring wherever whichever may be the waves come the boat which is anchored will always remain in the same place same way we will be anchored to that self even when we are transacting in the world nothing will disturb us i think i i understand the question that joyce asked and and it's a good one and i and i think the most powerful teachings that bindo has shared with us over the last you know months and year that this this play that we can we can the dance between states when we're lying in bed you know uh, going to sleep it's it's that analyzing that you know that transition is so powerful and then in the lesson today when he's referring to the the perspective that we have on on that you know dream state when we look at the dreams and we see the objects you know the so-called objects in that dream we understand what they are really we know that that's just part of the dream likewise when joy's asking this question the knowing about waking the objects in waking the transactions and the activities in waking they become not there's not that you don't see raining code like in uh, in a movie you're you there's a knowingness about what that actually is and that i think it's a a good way of looking at it thanks for asking that question joy and it's not like it there's not like this a rejection of the world that's the that's the best part of it bindo doesn't reject the world it it's not that it's not even that he sees it as that you know falsity so to speak well, that's a a dicey word but he's very much alive but it's not he's not he's not part of it that's you know that's the best part of it the conviction is is like knowing the difference between you know the objects in that dream are no different than the objects in waking but there's still the living that goes on and he doesn't just sit <laughs> he's teaching and you know his roles in the world as well Well, that's a good day today. Good, good lessons. Good discussion. There you go.